Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Techno Wizard. It is 10 o'clock. Uh, 10 o'clock, it's it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So, this morning, spoke to um, somebody that I met on that polymath, polymath, how you say it, polymath um, meeting. And it was great. It was incredibly great conversation. Um, really listened to him, you know, tell a lot about his, his ideas. And I just love, you know, being around people who I can soak up so much information. Uh, it really is incredible. I'm super kind of fortunate to be around, you know, so many people like that. Or maybe I just, you know, seek them out. So <laughs> I'm around a lot of people like that. But yeah, it, it was a great, it was a great freaking conversation. And um, it was a kind of an eye opener for me as well. Kind of a wake up call. Because he, uh, <laughs> I think he asked me something along the lines of, um, do I think I'm, I'm talented or have, I have, you know, high value skills or something like that? Um, oh no, I think he asked, do, you, do I think I'm a genius or something like that? I'm just like, I have a few skills. <laughs> I have a few skills, you know, but I'm, I'm working on trying to package it all together, I'm trying to learn more. And, uh, he was like, it's nice to be humble and stuff like that, but, you know, stop, stop, stop fucking around with myself, <laughs> you know? And he, he, he mentioned that because, you know, in that, in that call, in that meeting with those folks, you know, it wasn't just a bunch of people that, that are interested in a lot of different things, just people that are, that are executing at a high level, you know? On that call was people like, with doctorates and stuff like that, like, you know, um, some of the leading professions in their fields in the world. And I'm just like, why am I here? <laughs> what, what am I doing here? You know? And, and they were all like much older than me too. So I'm just like, sheesh, what, what? I don't know if I'm in the right place here, you know? Um, but as they say, you, you know, you want to be in a room, like you don't want to be the, the smartest person in the room, you know? So, even though I, I never feel like I'm in the right place when I'm around a lot of folks like that, I at least think it's better than being than feeling like I'm the smartest person in the room. Um, but he was like, you know, no, you're there, you're there for a reason, you know. Um, and I just, I just, I don't know, I just don't see that. Well, it's not like I don't, don't not see that. Like I think I do have potential, right? And this is a, this is something I'm really I've really been struggling with for a long, 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 long time. Since as long as I I've, I've been dreaming big, <laughs> like I knew there was something weird about me. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Early on in my my childhood, I did think I was a genius, you know, because in second grade they wanted me to skip third grade, and fourth grade they wanted me to skip fifth grade. Like, <laughs> you know, I I knew this from I was in a gifted program and all this other stuff. Um, I knew that I, I was a smart kid, but over time, you know, as I've been trying to invent hover cars and, you know, break my family out of poverty, I realized I wasn't that smart because <laughs> if I was, then I figured I would, I would have been able to, you know, break, break out of poverty. I would have been able to, I would have been able to figure out how to, how to get to college without paying for it, you know, get a full ride scholarship and all this stuff. But I didn't, you know? I read I read stories about kids in Africa who who had nothing, who had less than me, right? 
and yet we're able to build robots and stuff like that we're able to you know turn a freaking junkyard into functional robots i'm just like no the, those kids are geniuses like i me nah and that's when i knew that's when i feel that's when i started realizing that no i'm i'm not, I'm not up there you know i might have the potential i might have the gleam I, I can i can look upon it but i'm not there you know and furthermore you know being surrounded i'm not going to be surrounded but being in the presence of um somebody close to me who's extremely arrogant you know and very very much not self-aware of that arrogance and that ego that has really really kind of pushed me away from this idea of of thinking of myself on that level you know because i that's been one of my biggest fears is feel seeming arrogant because there's just just so much to learn there's just so much to 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 know about the world you know and i can i can never be okay with myself if i ever you know got to that point and became like that person so you know i, I and i know this has been bad for me too because because it's it's put me in a place where instead of feeling confident or competent i don't like i i, I immediately kind of i immediately liken any sort of confidence to arrogance within myself and i know that's that and that's not good i know that's not good you know but it, it, it still is how i feel you know and it's been difficult to kind of self-assess my way out of it because um, it's been how I've, you know, uh, how I've structured myself over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. You know, where any sort of confidence I feel about my abilities, I immediately be like, no, 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 no. I'm not there yet, right? There's, there's more to learn. There's more to do. You know, I don't know anything. I'm still poor, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, so it's... It's always difficult for me to to take that sort of, you know, that sort of feedback, that sort of positive compliments, and I've, I've heard it from a fair amount of people. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Um, shout out to some my close friends, Carrie, Zach, um, people I worked with, my uh, significant other, of course, my partner. Um, she's she's especially always been telling me this stuff, but it's just again, it's it's hard to let it sink in because I just don't want to become you know that person and I know that's dumb too I'm not going to become that person I'm my own person but still it's it's, it's there you know and I, was, I just find it difficult to to work through that um, and I know I'm I'm, get, I'm getting in my own way because of that you know I, I always second guess myself I always not just second guess but third fifth eight one one hundred guess myself like <laughs> every time I you know make a decision or think about doing something i you know think about it for for way too long that's why especially in the past couple um years on and off i've been trying to become more action biased by just like less thinking and just put it out there even if it's rough and raw um which is like this podcast <laughs> um and i wonder if that's doing me any good i think it is because it does help me become more action biased and think less about things um, or overthink less about things, but at the same time, like maybe if I took the time to refine it, maybe I'd be able to, you know, find more people. 
Uh, maybe I'll be able to grow this thing to market it. You know, right now it's too rough. Like I, I feel kind of embarrassed when I <laughs> about telling people about it because it's just me just just rambling and and uh, you know making a mess uh, in your ears. So <laughs> I was I always find it difficult to to really market it out and tell people, hey, yeah, come check out my content. I'm like, it's not really content. It's just just me talking. But um, I do it anyways because I, I do want to be action biased and I do want to build something. I want to create a sort of legacy for people that are similar to me, right? So that when other people are on this journey, they themselves can learn from my mistakes. They themselves can, you know, see see how I was thinking. I'll at least get a glimpse of how I was thinking and um, hopefully... Uh, be more productive themselves or you know at least figure something else out for themselves um something else he said in that in his call this morning was um i i was talking about how i kind of want to feel i want to be more productive with all the skills that i have and kind of you know focus it on something um and he mentioned that like maybe you need to just you know be less productive or or rather i think he said uh something along the lines of let it emerge right it's like when you're looking at a system when you're analyzing the system and looking at all the different parts and things like that you can't really you can't really make every part of the system more productive per se you have to kind of see what what makes the system productive in and of itself right what behaviors or 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 patterns emerges from the system in which you know makes that system what it is and makes that system valuable um and sure you can you know optimize certain things but uh you have to let that that emergence happen so i'm just like hmm it's funny because this is similar to what my partner was saying you know shout out to Soteria. so i was like you need to let go you know kind of just do your own thing instead of focusing on being productive and um, it was hard for me to, to I, like, I didn't think that really related to me because it's not like I'm, I'm trying to control, you know, myself or trying to exert excessive levels of self-control or anything like that. Like, I am pretty fluid <laughs> with a lot of what I'm doing right now. Um, it's not like I'm trying to hold on to it with a thick grasp. But in terms of that filter, that seeing it through that lens of emergence something about that does resonate um and it you know links back to what she was saying as well so i feel like there's definitely something there um it's that nudge you know when you feel from the universe it's like when you see all these different wisdoms or, or advice or lessons coming from different sources completely unrelated but that seem to converge along a similar pattern i'm like huh that that must be something uh to pay attention to right or maybe not maybe it's just noise but <laughs> that's not how our consciousness works you know we kind of turn anything that looks similar into a pattern whether or not it really is doesn't really matter it's more about what we do with that you know we can make something into a pattern so 
just trying to figure out, you know, how, how does, how does that, what does that look like, that emergence? You know, because again, I, when it comes down to the practical side of it, I want to make sure, not just make sure, I just want to, I guess the problem is that it's still rooted in a little bit of fear, you know, of being stuck, of being impoverished. I'm 26, almost 27. And I worry about, you know, being in the same pit, in the same uh, poverty trap. So, I know I need to get rid of that that idea, that mentality, that fear. That's what's really going to limit me, but it's difficult to do so. You know? <laughs> Especially when you've grown up with it, when you live with it for so long. It's difficult to just let that go. Like, how do I let that go? So, I don't know. I'm going to work on it. You know, meditate. Or just do things I love. Um, focus on things that, that feel right to me. And see where it goes. I don't know. This is part of the process, y'all. Like, <laughs> I tell you, this journey is so interesting. But we all have a journey that's similarly interesting. I don't know. There's a there's a lot more I can say, but I wanted to keep it short today. There's a lot I got to do. A lot I want to do, rather. And um, for the most part, it's just there's just less I can really say about this verbally, because <laughs> a lot of it is just my mind kind of clicking together. I'm not sure exactly what is clicking together, but things are clicking together. <laughs> I feel it. Um, and when it comes time, I'm definitely gonna, you know, kind of share when once once it kind of settles down, it's gonna be easier to to communicate. But I do think it's important sometimes to just let that process work. One day I'll be able to explain, hopefully, what I mean by that. And maybe you 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 already feel it yourself. You know, maybe. You, felt the similar things with your own mind but I think I might leave it there for now um, and as I walk back I just want to mention how interesting it is that, <laughs> that he too you know felt extremely bored you know with corporate work and with all these different jobs and he mentioned how something I've been feeling for a long time too is that like these jobs you know it's not meant for you it's not it's not built for people like you, people like me, people like us, who are interested in a lot of different things, who can see a problem from a different perspective, right? Call it the bigger picture, call it, you know, um, multiple perspectives, I don't know. But we don't see things from just a singular lens. And it's not a, it's not a disparagement to those other people, you know, because you need those people for to focus. You need those people as specialists and things like that, you know, but as generalists, as polynomists, as multi-talented, multidisciplined, whatever, you know, it's, it's literally almost impossible for you to focus on just one thing, you know, it's like when I look at a leaf, I don't just see that leaf, I see the veins in the leaf and the, you know, the, the cells in the leaf and the, 
the, the plant the leaf is on and the forest the leaf is in and the planet the forest is in. like I, I can't not see all those other things you know and so to get a job where you just focus on that leaf is is it's like it's uh painful you know <laughs> it's depressing can you imagine that like if you walk outside and you say your job is to look at this leaf the only thing you can see is this leaf don't look at the no don't look at the tree don't look at the branch don't don't look in no just the, just the leaf right <laughs> that's kind of how you know working at a typical job is like but it's it's even worse because it's like when you try to do more people look at you funny and they'd be like the hell are you doing you know that's not your job or or they think you can't do it because you don't have the the signals that people usually um, depend upon to tell you that you can do that and so you're feeling stupid you're feeling like am I just dumb am I just you know am I just I don't know scatterbrain am I <laughs> not able to focus like you're questioning your your own reality you're questioning your own ability your own mental models and stuff like that not not because your mental models are wrong but because everybody else has a different mental model that is is I don't want to say smaller but it's smaller right and again there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with having smaller larger whatever you know mental models the, the problem is the values we place upon it right the problem is the fact that you think your mental model is the only way to see the world is the only way that business can work is the only way that anything can happen right and then you you view everybody else as he has a different mental model as wrong or stupid or crazy or whatever right that's the problem it makes it so freaking difficult for for all of us that that think differently even if we're quote unquote more intelligent right whatever that means like <laughs> it doesn't really matter if, if the most of the people who have the power we have power over people to go back to you know my last couple episodes are too busy you know using that power to beat everybody back into line right it's frustrating so I'm not gonna lie I haven't been applying to jobs even though I know I need the money and all this other stuff and it's just like uh, I just feel it deep inside me not even deep I just feel it in general like deeply and surface level that this is not gonna be for me I'm not it's not just about like sometimes you can do things that you know know that you don't want to do but it will build towards your goals and that's I hear a lot of people saying like that like hey yeah you can do you don't you, you might not enjoy that job but you can do it you know just because it's, it's gonna build towards your journey and I understand that 100% you know I got a lot of friends telling me that thing but that's not me like it's, a, it's still again like it's that leaf example sure I can look at that leaf and then use what I learned there to build another leaf or to build whatever I want, build the tree maybe. But just imagine that for a second, right? If you say, yeah, you, you don't enjoy looking at this one leaf, but you can do it for now because it will give you what you need to build the tree. But just think about how long that will take, right? If you had to build a tree leaf by leaf, first of all, you would never be able to build the tree because it's more than just the leaves. But second of all, it's so many leaves that <laughs> you could spend your entire life trying to go that route. Right? 
and this, this is another uh, metaphor he, he uh, said in the call. He's like, sometimes there's some systems in which when you try to be reductive, when you try to take things apart and look at the small pieces and work on those small pieces, it doesn't work. Right? For instance, for a car. Right? When you, if you try to explain a car to somebody by saying, by breaking down all the pieces that make up the car, <laughs> right? And saying, oh, this is the... Uh, this is the thing inside the engine. It does this, that, and the other. This is blah, 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 blah. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Most people will not understand what the hell you're talking about. Right? And you won't be able to explain... You won't be able to explain the experience of a car. There's no way you can explain the experience of a car by just, by just pointing out the little pieces that make up the car. Right? You have to start from the big picture. You have to give people the big picture. So they can be like, oh, that's what you're talking about. And then you can, you know, point out all the different things that, that make up that experience. You can't just be so reductive that you start at all these little small pieces and try to give people, try to sell people the dream. You have to, you have to sell people the, 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 the big dream, right? And that's kind of similar to uh, not just how I think, but also the, the job problem. Right, it's like trying to work on just just one this one little piece, and yeah, I can build. Maybe I can build up towards all these other things, but it's it's sometimes it's just too small. It's just too reductive, you know. It's too constrained, and I get it. I get it. You know, you want to start from somewhere small, build up. You know, you could work on get something that you enjoy. Or at least that you can you can do to get money in, and then you know spend the, your your other money and time somewhere else. But sometimes that that initial thing is just too small. It's too constrained. It's too it's too reductive. You know, it's too depressing. To be honest with you, that it, it takes so much energy. It takes so much energy to focus on just one little leaf. That by the time you get out of the work, out of the nine to five, you don't even have energy left to, you know, step back and work on the whole thing. You know, they literally put blinders on you and it feels so terrible. But I definitely want to, you know, switch up my mindset or figure out something. For now, I'll definitely just, you know, let 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 it work. Let <laughs> Let my brain work, you know, let the systems work and see where it goes. Because there, there's a lot of things that's, that's working out for me right now that's in the works. So it's not it's not terrible, it's not horrible. Um, and I look forward to uh, what, I have, what I have cooking right now. And maybe it was all a process, you know, maybe this entire journey was me learning these different perspectives and things like that. Like I was telling my partner... Yes, I know. I know that it's terrible, you know, where we are. And I know that I know that the the there's there's value still, right? And um where we are in, in this journey. Because like imagine for a second if we if I did invent hover cars, you know, at the age of ten, <laughs> at the age of thirteen, the age of eighteen, right? Where would I be? You know, would I be the same person? Would have the same level of empathy. Would I have remembered so much about what it means to be poor? You know, would I be able to see so much of what's wrong with the world if I didn't live through the last ten, you know, twenty years, seeing all the 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 
falling in all these cracks? Like, would I would I've been able to see all that if I was so successful at an early age? I don't know. Like, we, we, it's always easy to retrospect and imagine maybe life was different and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, like, this is what they mean when when they say, you know, you can always learn lessons from whatever journey or whatever struggles you're going through. And I would definitely make make sure people understand, though. Because I think people go a little bit too far with this. They say, oh, that means you have to struggle, right? That means you have to be poor or in order to do this. That means you have to suffer in order to make good art. I'm like, no. Because we have to, we have to also remember that suffering is is relative. Like, once again, like what I said earlier, yes, I had, I had a tough life, you know, growing up. But it's nothing in comparison to people who were lived in the projects, in the, in the, in the hood. It's nothing compared to, you know, people in the quote-unquote third world countries who... You know, didn't have, you know, running, running water and all this other stuff. Like, suffering is completely relative. And yes, by taking that greater perspective, you can say, oh, maybe objectively I don't suffer as much. But that doesn't really matter in terms of your feelings, right? In terms of your, your experiences and your emotions. And so I always hesitate. I always make sure people understand that, yes, there is lessons to learn from suffering and from, you know, poverty or, or rather adversity. But that adversity does not go away just because you're at a certain level, right? If we solve all the world's problems today, we solve every single, you know, pollution, climate problems, um, politics, radicalism, racism, sexism, all, all this stuff. Like if, if we magically solved all these problems, it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be new problems. There's going to be a whole new set of problems to be solved. Maybe it's going to be metaphysical maybe it's going to be already in the right reality maybe it's going to be simulation theory maybe it's going to be talking to animals whatever right like that's what people don't understand like utopia is not a, it's not a thing it's not a it's no such thing when we say we're building a better world we're not building a perfect world there's there is no such thing whenever you think you're building a perfect world you're just exploiting people <laughs> you're just building something that is good for maybe you on a surface level but it's probably poisonous to to yourself on a deeper level and everybody else. Because you're ignoring everybody else's perspective and interests and ideas and all this other stuff. So anyways, yeah. I understand there's a lot to learn from this adversity, from what I've been through. Um, but still, that doesn't mean... <laughs> I still want to change everything so, so that my kids never have to experience this. Right? And I can teach them, right? I can teach them this wisdom. I can teach them this, these lessons. Maybe they, never, they won't feel it the same way I do, but they don't have to, right? As long as we build a better world on a better, you know, foundation, they won't have to <laughs> struggle with the same problems. They can solve new problems. And that's the goal. <sighs> Just got to get there. <laughs> but that's part of the journey. You know, so as always, thanks for listening, and uh, let me know what you think. Please spread the word, cause I, I feel embarrassed trying to market this thing. I'm trying to spread like my brand and get out there. But if you like this, if you listen to this, please, please help me out. <laughs> yeah, help me out. Just tell it to somebody else who you think needs this, who you think will like this, or who you think you know. Um, doesn't know they need this <laughs> you know go ahead and share this. this is on every platform so it's probably easy for them to 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 access just share it with them 
that will really help me out. Um, I'm not going to lie, that will help me feel better about myself. <laughs> because it's not like I care about the numbers, but I, I do care about impact, about reach. You know, I think more people can benefit from this sort of these sort of ideas, not because I'm thinking them, but because it's different than the usual thing you hear. And you need that different perspectives. You know, we need more people to, to hear from more perspectives and to appreciate those perspectives. So please share this if you get a chance. And um, thanks as always. Have a great day. See you. Bye bye.